The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. And we'd like to welcome you to another edition of Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio. Catch us out on the LI News Radio app. Anywhere you go, you can take us with you. Spotlight on Long Island Schools is brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island school boards since 1959. I'm your host, Bob Vecchio. This week in our Spotlight, we'd like to welcome back the Colonials of the William Floyd School District. And they've been on the show many times over the years. As a matter of fact, to get a little nostalgic, over seven years ago, the very first show of Spotlight on Long Island Schools featured the school district, the William Floyd School District. For full disclosure, my home school district. And I'm actually talking with some students tonight that, well, I've known them since they were little. And they made me feel very old because they're high school seniors this year. But we're going to be talking with the theater arts program, kids. And we're going to start off with the uh, advisor for the theater arts program. And that's Mr. Berkeley Rousseau. Welcome to Spotlight on Long, Long Island Schools, Berkeley. And Tell us a little bit about the theater program there at William Floyd. Yeah, the theater program at William Floyd is really just starting. This is only my uh, second year um, as a teacher in the district. Last year, we did Matilda, and I like to tell the kids that we took a step forward with Matilda, but we're doing Pippin this year, and we're taking a leap forward, I like to think. Um, not only have we done that, um, this year we started doing one acts. We are really starting to build up our thespian society. We are actually hosting the teeny awards this year hosted by East End arts. Um, and we have some exciting stuff planned for the end of the school year. I'm really looking forward to it. So when you say it took a step forward and a leap forward, is it because of the difficulty of the play and, and what you guys are doing compared to what was done or talk to us about how, you know, from doing Matilda to Pippin, it's a leap forward from one to the other. I think Matilda, we were just trying to get like our toes wet with the material. We were trying to say, hey, Floyd is back. One thing I love about our productions is everything is now uh, uh, all our team members are Floyd teachers and Floyd staff. Uh, I have outside of the kids, I have a 10 person staff uh, that works on the musicals and they are all teachers um, either at the high school. We have a couple at the middle schools as well, um, a couple TAs. So it's really great to get to work with people that work in the same building as me. Right, because by way of background, so folks are aware, uh, years ago, and I was on the Board of Education for William Floyd when this happened, we lost $20 million in state aid over a two-year period. And we had to make some serious, significant, desperate cuts. And one of the cuts was to the theater arts program, but we had a community group that stepped in, and we kind of did a joint venture, if you will. So it wasn't a cost to the district. They did some fundraising, and they supplemented the theater arts program for many, many years. So now the program is back in-house, and we are so glad to see that that has happened and uh, well done and welcome aboard to you Mr. Rousseau to William Floyd home of the Colonials and I know the the students that are involved the theater art kids are always the greatest they're outgoing energetic uh, they they are usually involved in more than one thing in the school how they balance their academic life with their clubs and the theater and you know the the week leading up to the show and all that stuff but you mentioned something else you said you guys do one acts Explain to the audience what one acts are. Yeah, one acts are uh, shortened plays. So typically when you go see a play or a musical, they you have one act, they leave you on a cliffhanger, you take an intermission, uh, you get a little break, and then you come back for act two to see the wrap up of the story. Uh, the one acts we did were just 30 minute plays, no break in between, full story, beginning, middle, end, and you're done. 
And that's great. That helps you work out some of the kinks of the logistics of doing a play, stage design and logistics on stage, off stage and everything else. So and it gets gets your actors and actresses kind of geared up for the real big show. And this year, the big show is Pippin, we said. Yes, Pippin. So talk to us about when Pippin will air. Pippin is going to be March 15th and 16th, and we're really looking forward to it. And community turnout is always a big thing. So if you do a show that the community is aware of, they'll probably come out and see it as well, right? Exactly. We had tremendous turnout with Matilda. Um, I think we were 700 people every performance, 700 plus. And I think we had it timed perfectly because the movie had just come out. So people were very excited about Matilda. So we're hoping to get that same response for Pittman. Awesome. Well, we're going to talk with some of these students now and a high school senior who, again, I remember her when she was in elementary school. Michaela, welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools. And first off, talk to me about your role in Pippin. So my role in Pippin, I am part of the ensemble and Pippin is really fun so far. We're only a few weeks into rehearsals, but we already hit the, we already started hitting the ground running. We are probably going to be done with a couple scenes and songs within the next two weeks, which is really cool. And everybody gives the same amount of energy and it's just very great to have everybody wanting to be there and wanting to be a part of the show. And how has the theater arts program for you, because you've lived through this transition, right? You've probably been involved for several years. How has the transition been as far as bringing it in-house and what does that mean to you? So the theater arts program has had a tremendous impact on me. It's kind of like a home away from home, a second family to me. I love the theater arts program here and everybody is just all friends and they're all supportive of you. And no matter what role you get, or if you're part of on stage or backstage or pit or light, they all support one each other. And you can't have a show without costumes or lighting. Right. So everybody is a family and I really like that aspect of theater. And what's been the highlight this year for you? So the highlight this year for me when we're doing Pippin is definitely the sets that this year are. It's going to be very, very involved and very big, and it's going to be so fun. Good. Well, we are certainly looking forward to it again. That's going to the show is going to start up uh, in March. We'll get uh, the data information again. I want to welcome to the program another high school senior for William Floyd, Nicholas. Nicholas, welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools. And uh, again, I remember you as uh, just a little guy uh, running around with your dad. And and here you are all uh, grown up. And now you are involved with Pippin and the musical theater at Floyd. But theater has kind of been in your blood for a while now. Talk to us about that. Yeah, so um, I'm super, super excited for the show this year. Um, not only because it's my last senior show in high school, but um, the theater program at Floyd has definitely showed me like where I want my life to go. Like uh, I wanna be a film major in college and eventually expand upon that. So I'm just super excited, especially because I'm actually playing the role of Pippin. So it's a really amazing experience and I'm just so grateful for the resources that we have um, at Floyd. Um, and I'm really excited to see where the show goes because it's going to be amazing. Talk to us about how you prepare for that lead role. I mean, there's there's a lot of things that you have to do to prepare yeah. for that. In addition to your academics and everything else, talk to us about that. 
Yeah, so it's definitely a big job, but uh, it's definitely possible. Um, I think the first thing is kind of uh, just making sure that you're always on top of your game. And how you do that is making sure that, you know, you're always going over lines when you have a free moment. It's really about time management and taking every moment you can because that it's it's definitely imperative that, you know, you're always taking any time that you can, whether it's to practice songs or character work or lines. And um, one thing for me personally is I sometimes like write out my lines on paper. Um, so when I have a lot of lines to memorize, it really helps me with, uh, you know, just recalling that. And um, it's really just all about repetition and really loving and becoming the character that you're playing. Right. It's like anything else. Practice makes perfect. And you got to practice a lot, not just knowing the lines, but how to inflect and impart your voice into the character, so to speak. And then, of course, the singing and and the moves that go with it. It is so much. I've always been amazed. Listen, the pit crew, I, I would be perfect for the pit crew because the pit crew is, you know, the heart behind the machine and everything but they're always a little off right they're, they're a little crazy the pit crew if, if we're going to be honest uh but they do such a great job of helping support those of you as far as the characters on stage uh jason is also a high school senior jason what is your role in pippin this year um this year i will be playing the leading player in pippin i'm very excited about it so i'm i'm gonna be honest i'm not familiar with the show so tell me what the leading player does um, the leading player kind of serves as the narrator. The show is very presentational in the way that it's presented on stage. So he kind of guides everyone through the story and kind of helps Pippin and each of the characters along each each of their storylines. So almost like a, a Wonder Years type of thing. You have a voiceover or uh, something like a young Sheldon as the scene is developing. Am I understanding that correctly? Yeah. Definitely, See, I could yeah. be, I could be, I could be a theater guy, right? I, I get it, the definitely. player, and and you definitely have the voice for voiceover work too. So you, you may be like hosting Spotlight on Long Island Schools one day. Well, folks, we are speaking with the folks from the William Floyd School District, home of the Colonials, and we're talking with the theater arts kids and their play Pippin that's coming up in March. And you're listening to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio, and out on the web with the LI News Radio app. Wherever you go, you could take LI News Radio with you and check us out at. Facebook Spotlight on Long Island Schools. That's your place to suggest a program club or activity that your students are involved in. And who knows, maybe your school district may be the next one right here in our spotlight. We'll be right back and continue our conversation with the kids from the William Floyd Theater Arts Program right after this. like to welcome you back to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio. Out on the web at linewsradio.com. And Spotlight on Long Island Schools brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island school boards since 1959. Bob Vecchio, continue our conversation with the William Floyd School District and the Theater Arts Program. And Mr. Russo, uh, again, you're a second year teacher there. You're rebuilding the in-house program. How many kids typically are involved in the theater arts program and what are some of the things in addition to all this that you're doing and where do you see the program growing from here? So right now, if we're looking at just Pippin, since that's the most recent audition we've had, uh, we had, I want to say about 70 people audition. We could only take 45. Um, but if we're looking at numbers from Matilda, we had well over um I would say almost 130 to 150 students involved with the production. Um, us having the in-house uh, teachers, one thing we're able to do is include other departments. So not only do we have the students 
that uh, the theater students. We have the music students in the pit. We have art students creating the poster for us. We have fashion design students helping with costumes. We have our whole uh, makeup department, makeup and hair department helping out with hair and makeup. We went to do uh, senior recognitions last year and we had 80 seniors involved with the show. It was absolutely insane. I haven't done anything like this since I was in middle school, anything with this number of students. And you guys have a pretty sophisticated sight and sound uh, system that was installed recently at the high school there. I know the whole uh, auditorium was redone recently, but a pretty sophisticated sound system. So you have a sight and sound crew as well. And, of course, the musical uh, performing kids also participate uh, with the music as well, correct? Yes, exactly. So we're looking at um, number, huge numbers of students participating. And what going forward, what we're really trying to build is a community, like a theater community in Floyd, not only at the high school, but in the other departments. I mentioned on the last uh, segment that some of my teachers that I work with on the musical also work in the other districts. So we're talking about how do we partner the theater kids at the high school with theater kids at the middle schools and at the elementary schools. So not only are we trying to build it at the high school, but in the district as a whole. You're recruiting future talent. Yes, that I is am. very smart. Plant the seed. I want to be like Nicholas and Jason and Michaela, and they aspire to do that, and they get involved, and you get them early, and you get them hooked early. Talk to us about why the arts are so important for education, because we can't hammer this home enough. You know, in tough budget times, we, we did what we had to do to keep the arts alive, albeit a hybrid model. But why is the art so important in education from your perspective as an educator? For so many students, it's the reason they come to school. Like I know for me, my senior year in high school, I was, we called it the Rogers sandwich. My choir and drama teacher were married and we had concert choir, advanced drama, and then chamber choir. So it was the Rogers sandwich. And they became like a second set of parents to me. During December, I uh, I saw them more than my regular parents and they are huge central figures in my life. And they helped foster that that passion and that drive for the arts. I think it's important to pass that on to the next generation because that's the only way we're going to keep the arts alive. Um, and us as a human species, we need the arts to survive, whether we realize it or not. And I love live theater and I love the use of human beings and not so much technological stuff and, and video simulation and artificial intelligence. We hear a lot about this, but give me a good old fashioned theater with live performers on stage. They feel the energy from the audience. The audience feels the energy from them. You, you just can't replace that. Michaela, recently you guys had an opportunity to appear on a show outside of William Floyd. So tell us about that experience. Yeah, so we had the honor of performing on Good Morning America for the 10th anniversary of Frozen. And we were on TV with the 2023 Jimmy Award winner, Lauren Marchand. So she sang Elsa's part and we all sang background vocals for her. And it was just a really cool experience. It was about more than like 100 kids there from across the United States. And you got to meet everybody from different parts. And it was really cool. That is really, really cool. Now, Michaela, my experience has been that kids that are involved in the theater arts program are usually involved in other things within their school district. Talk to us about your involvement in other areas as well. So I'm involved in a lot of things with the high school. My main thing that I'm involved in outside of theater is FBLA, which is Future Business Leaders of America. 
My involvement goes all the way up to the state level. So I'm a state officer for the FBLA organization. And us as a team get to plan a state leadership conference in April. And it's it's a really cool club. I'm, of course, involved in other things like yearbook or literary magazine, things like that. But that's my main thing that I'm involved in. Just a few other things, right? This other statewide organization and the statewide officer, theater arts, and just, yeah, yearbook and a couple other things. How do you balance all that from a time management standpoint to get the core academics in as well? So I balance it. I use a planner. I find it very, very helpful. I'm involved in all these other things, but school always comes first. And I value school more than all these other clubs that I'm involved in. Um, Because school is really important and you want to have that education so you can have a job and be successful in life. And so I balance it. I make time for my schoolwork on top of theater or my FBLA work. Well, it sounds like you have your priorities right. Uh, Graduation will be here before you know it. What are your plans after becoming an alumnus of William Floyd? After William Floyd, I hope to continue my theater education, and I also hope to have a journalism degree also, so I can have expertise in both areas. So if I fall in one area, then I have another one to fall back on, because I can't really choose journalism or musical theater. They're both a big part of my life, and I can't really pick one or the other. So to have both of those things involved after William Floyd would be a great thing. Well, I wish you all the best. Nicholas, same question for you. Um, You know, again, you've been involved in this a long time. What has the journey through the theater arts program meant for you? What else are you involved in at William Floyd and what's next? So I've been doing theater uh, at Floyd and other places since I was very young. And um, it really, like I said before, like it really showed me like where I want my life to end up. And um, it's really cultivated just um, the most, I I love it. Like it's seriously like my favorite thing to do. And that's what I look forward to. I look forward to my musical theater class, eighth period every single day. Like that's my favorite class of the day. Um, And besides theater, I I would say my main thing that I'm involved with is youth and government. I hold a statewide leadership position um, as youth governor of the program. Um, Which is kind of a big deal, folks. He kind of minimized it and ran right through. But he is the governor of New York State for youth and government. And I always say if youth and government actually ran state government, we'd all be better off. What's the plans after William Floyd? So, yeah, after William Floyd, I plan to major in film production at Southeastern University. It's a university in up in Florida. Um, so I'm super excited for that. And with that degree, I, I hope to become a director one day. Um, to direct my own, uh, whatever it may be. I just, I want to be in that atmosphere. I want to be a performer and uh, yeah. Palm trees, warm weather film. How can you go wrong, right? Exactly. All right. Jason, how about you, pal? What else are you involved in? What else is your passion and what's next after William Floyd? Um, I'm involved in obviously the theater program. I'm the captain of the male acapella group here at William Floyd. Um, the William Floyd Sensations. Um, that takes up a lot of my time. Um, I'm also involved in a lot of outside of, um, school things. I do a lot of shows at a theater in Oakdale called the Creative Ministries Performing Arts, Arts Center. And I work as well, so I'm pretty busy with that. Um, I'm planning on going to college for a bachelor's in fine arts and musical theater. 
I'm hoping to make it to the Broadway stage one day. I have a, a lot of faith in myself. All right. And listen, the Sound Stations, they've been around a while, and it's a great acapella group. And you, you keep very busy with demands during certain holidays. Hey, can you perform here? Can you do the singing grams in the hallway? And you guys work really hard to raise a lot of money, and uh, you, you do an amazing work. And I, I'm sorry, but acapella, when you have a full ensemble like you guys do, it's really a very, very cool sound. So listen, I want to wish all the kids from the William Floyd School District, Michaela, Nicholas, and Jason, all the best. Thank you for... Uh, you know, restoring our faith in today's youth as far as doing all this stuff for all the right reasons and having the passion and the drive. Mr. Rousseau, we wish you all the best with the continued growth of the program. Check it out again. Their show is going to be in March, Pippin at the William Floyd High School. You could look up online when tickets will start to be for sale. It's going to be an exciting theater production, live theater production right there in the community. Check it out, support it, and support these amazing kids. You've been listening to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio. And check us out at the LI News Radio app. Take us wherever you go, whether it's the sunny skies down in Florida where Nicholas is going to be a film director and enjoying the sunshine, or maybe you're skiing on the slopes you can hear us anywhere and check out our facebook page spotlight on long island schools suggest a program club or activity that your kids are involved in and your school district maybe the next one right here in our spotlight till next time take care be well and stay safe thank you the views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station jvc broadcasting management or its sponsors